0: All right, let's let's uh, let's move on to NFC East, Philly, and the Giants. I feel like we just watched this dog shit game on Thursday Night Football <laughs> last night. It was a couple weeks ago. The Eagles just pulled it out. I think they had seven red zone opportunities. They ended up scoring, I think, on two of them. It might have been pretty late. No, they kicked the go goal. Yeah, I think they were two for seven. Anyways, spread on this. Eagles by three. It's getting bet down, right? Well, not bet down. There there were a lot of three and a half today. There's threes right now heavily juiced. So similar to Cleveland, Philly is at three. I got it at three yesterday thinking that it wouldn't come back. I'm finding it hard to believe that there's Giants money coming to the market, but I guess the Eagles did just beat them by one. Over-under is at 44 and a half. I've already played the Eagles, I think, coming off of a buy. They're getting the Giants coming off of one of their two wins. They only beat the Washington football team, and that might be the only two wins they have all season. I'm expecting the Eagles to get right. Wentz hopefully will control the turnovers to a certain extent. The weather looks decent for the most part on Sunday, which might be a play for the over, which I think at least one of you two guys like that. Yanni, we'll let you get into this one first. Do you have a lean on the side, and what are you thinking on the
1: over-under? Yeah, I I'm I, I'm with you I think if you can get the Eagles at three um, I think they're definitely the play to be honest they're probably the play at three and a half but obviously I, I would like them a lot better at minus three um, I think you can nine and one in their last 10 against the Giants does that sound right yeah Billy, yeah, I, I mean they've they've, they've owned them um, you know and, and granted the Giants have gotten known by a lot of teams over the last few years but I mean the, the Eagles have had their number for sure so when you look at that you all put in combined the fact that the Eagles are going to get Miles Sanders back. Uh, You know, Miles Sanders, that's a huge win for that offense there. I think that their offense just clicks better with him in it. Um, Dallas Goddard's back now. That gives them kind of a legit tight end to to go to. We know Wentz is is more than comfortable throwing to the tight end spot. So I think Jalen Rager's back. So, you know, you're, you're kind of starting to see that that one hand tied behind the back Eagles offense is starting to get some people healthy and back. I know they're not completely back. But I think there's enough there that Wentz has enough tools at his disposal to move the football. And I think you had talked about the red zone inefficiency the last time they played. All you got to do is be a little bit more efficient. This go around and and that game won't be close, right? So I think you got to lay the points with this one. Um, You know, again, Giants coming off a win, Eagles coming off, you know, a little bit extra rest. I, I like the Eagles here. I also do like the over you had mentioned, 44 and a half. Um, seven of the last nine games between these two have gone over. So they've trended towards the over. And when you look at this, it, you know, the Eagles defense doesn't grade out horribly, but they'll give up some points. I mean, they can give up some plays in the passing game. And, you know, there are weapons for the Giants. Slayton can get downfield. Every once in a while, Evan Ingram makes some plays. Sterling Shepard solid. So I like the over 44.5. I like the Eagles minus three. Um, I wouldn't say I love either of those, but I definitely like both of those. And and I can tell you, I'm not in on either yet, but I will okay. definitely probably be in on the over. And if the Eagles stay at minus three, or if by some chance they get to two and a half, I don't think they will. But if it does, I'll definitely jump on that as well.
0: Yeah, we'll see if it does get down to a two and a half. I highly doubt it. It's at a three right now. You never know. I didn't expect Giants money to come in, but I guess maybe people are impressed by the, the win over the Washington football team. You raise good points about, Eagles are getting a little bit healthier. Zach Ertz isn't back yet. I guess Zach Ertz might be back, what, late November? The over-under is interesting. I wasn't even thinking about that. JJ, I think you got 42 and a half on that over. I got 42,
2: but that was Monday morning. I came and went. But still, at 44 and a half.
0: Good bet. 44
2: and a half, 45, whatever. I I still think this is an over game. I don't know um, how Philly won't score 27 I mean, the way that they don't score 27 is Philly fashion. It's going to be some weird turnovers, choking in the red zone, that sort of thing. But I just don't know. The Giants' defense is bad. Oh, yeah. And they, they turned over the Washington Redskins, what, four times, five times? But Alex Smith with the, five those times. just brutal, brutal interceptions, you know, in in, in the late stages of the game. Um, doesn't say a whole lot about the Giants offense, but Philly's defense doesn't really scare me too much. I mean, I think this is at minimum a twenty-seven twenty, twenty-seven, twenty-one type of game. At minimum. But, you would think I don't know. we to say that oh, I love the over is like, you know, not rocket science in twenty twenty. So it's not like I'm signing up having a big brain moment over here or anything, but I still <laughs> think this is considerably low. Anything at forty five or up, I would really like the there's, there's no weather issues. I'm saying, you know, wind around 10 miles an hour or whatever. That's nothing to really move the needle when it comes to the, to that. And and just like Yanni said, Philly is as healthy as they've been all year.
0: They're getting healthy offensive line, getting healthier. And they're fresh. We'll see if that matters coming off of the bye as my black cat walks across the screen right now. He, he's obsessed with, with me talking into the microphone, I guess. And and he's just lurking right now, probably because I haven't fed him dinner yet. And he just hopped on the floor. But uh, the Eagles, three for eight in the red zone last game. They actually had yeah, eight red zone crazy. opportunities. Yeah. I'm shocked that they punched in three, but it was like 0 for 0 for 4 in the first half. It was kind of ugly. I think yeah. they, they get some points. In 2020 NFL, it's hard to bet an under 42 for Forty four, even forty five, unless there's weather involved. So, or I Chicago's like involved, Chicago, or, or <laughs> Chicago's involved, or Chicago's involved. Very good point. Chicago is not a game that we're going to touch on per se, but just for you know the sake of mentioning it, Chicago is a home dog this week. Two and a half point home dog. Couple books out there. You might find a three against Minnesota. We know that Kirk Cousins doesn't like winning. In Chicago, I think he's 0-4 against the Bears with the Vikings and 0-2 in Chicago, so he definitely doesn't excel there. Let's get into the last game that I think we want to touch on for this week's podcast, and that's Tampa and Carolina, the over I'm showing right now, and I haven't made a bet on this, but you guys are going to talk me into something right now, I think. Tampa and Carolina, over under 50-and-a-half right now, the spread's down to five and a half. I think it opened at six and a half, maybe even seven. Right, guys, that's gotten bet down 50 and a half. Yanni, I think you had a play on this one,
1: right? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the over here, and and to JJ's point, it's you know it's 2020, so taking overs is not exactly a, you know a <laughs> sly uh, sly play, but you know I think when you look at these teams. We've never seen Tom Brady look the way he looked uh, you know, on, the, on last weekend's game. I mean, that was something I, I just never thought I'd see. I mean, he looked confused. He looked completely overwhelmed in the pocket. I mean, they weren't blocking. I just don't see that happening again. I think he's going to bounce back in a big way. I think he's going to have a big game. And fortunately, he's playing against a defense that is giving up a lot of points. Um, Carolina really has not stopped anybody this year. And I think when you look at the over, there's a couple things you got to consider. Number one, Teddy, two gloves. He's a covering machine, right? I mean, he covers everything. And and to be honest, if if this line were still near that seven mark, I would probably play Carolina. I don't like it as much at five and a half because obviously a touchdown beat you there. But I do think that he'll keep this game close. So when you kind of look at this here. Carolina has been able to score against everybody. I think their offense is extremely underrated. You look at their wide receivers. Um, you look at what Curtis Samuel's doing. I know that Christian McCaffrey is going to be out, but Mike Davis has already proven that he can, you know, be a more than capable backup there. So I think Carolina can somewhat keep pace with Tampa. I think Tampa scores a lot of points in this game. So at 50 and a half, you're looking at getting to 51. Um, again, Weather shouldn't be an issue in this one. I think Brady and the Bucks put up and gets right. I think they're well into the 30s. Um, all you're doing is asking Carolina to kind of stay competitive in that game to hit that over. I like that. I think that this number is too low in a year when we're we're used to seeing over unders in the mid 50s. I don't understand why this one isn't in the mid 50s. So for me, getting it under the key number 51, there, I'm going to take the over there and and see uh, if Tom Brady. Hopefully, that was uh, at least for the sake of this bet. Hopefully, that was a one game anomaly where he struggled so badly.
0: Probably a buy low spot for the Buccaneers. That was ugly. I think that's the the top of the peak performance that we can see from the Saints. and That's probably as ugly as we can see from Tampa Bay. We're talking about buy low spots for the Ravens, a couple other teams. I think this might be it right here with Tampa Bay. Five and a half, I might dabble with that, but I think I might want to dabble with Tampa team total over even with a 51 over under that team total is probably around, what,
1: 27-ish, 30 at the most. And Carolina, I can tell you here because I looked just a minute ago, it was – it is sitting at 27-and-a-half for Tampa.
0: Okay, 27-and-a-half. I still kind of like that. Like, I think they get their points. I think Carolina could get their points too, and that's why we like the over here. Um, I'm definitely going to bet that. It could be the kind of game that Carolina and the Chiefs played last week, and that final was what, 33-30, 33-27. Carolina is still, I think – at times severely underrated and Teddy Three. Two Gloves can be severely yep. underrated. Uh do I think they're going to make the playoffs? No, but I think that they're, you know, building something good there. Yards per play, I think Carolina's in the middle of the league. Actually, they're they're number 8 in the NFL, 6.0 yards per play. They're getting it done. Tampa Bay, I mean Tampa Bay, if you talk to anyone, maybe not anybody. But a couple of weeks ago, everybody expected them to go to the Super Bowl, right? It's like, all right, Tampa Bay should win that conference. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, well, the Saints have beaten them head to head twice. The Saints control, basically. I mean, I, I expect them to get to 12 and 4, 13 and 3, get that one seed. So all of a sudden, it's like, pump the brakes. But I think Tampa gets right well, here.
2: What? And they, and they lost the opener to, to New Orleans. But I think what really kind of etched something in pe- a lot of people's minds was that blowout win over Green Bay. But, you know, if you were watching that, it was like bang, bang. The game completely flipped on a dime and like a freight train, you know, off the tracks. It was just just going all Tampa's way. Yeah, You could see in Aaron, Aaron Rodgers' face, like, I mean, he was checked out. And I don't mean checked out like he didn't care, but he just looked like. Yeah, we're we don't have this. You know, we don't we just don't have this. Not happening and today.
0: And there's ten more games of the season. That too much. Fine. Yeah, yeah, that was right. one
2: of those where it 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 just totally went the other way. And that was like, bam, wow, they did that to Green Bay when Green Bay was looking like they were the, the one of the more complete teams of the NFL, you know, kind of at that stage of the season. So, you know, that but that that that's kind of have has worn off with, you know, obviously that beat down. That's like the exact opposite almost. Um, uh, but at the same time, you know, it wasn't very impressive when they, when they played the giants either. So think about that,
0: you know, Tampa, so. yeah, definitely a Could chance to by low. Right low. Yeah. By low. And then after the Panthers and look at their schedule here, they have the Rams. That's a big one. ESPN, I guess that's a Monday night football game week of Thanksgiving and then short week against the chiefs. Tampa and the Chiefs is going to be a very interesting game. Then they kind of have a soft landing at the end of the season. Minnesota, although Minnesota is just up and down, and and I don't know what to make of them. I guess they have a late bye. They go from 11-29 to 12-13, so they have a late bye. They have Falcons, Atlanta Falcons, twice in the last three weeks of the season. The Falcons can be frisky, but it's nothing like that, that Rams-Chiefs back-to-back. So they need to get right here if for some reason they have another hiccup and get to six and four. They're staring right at six and six, so they need. And, and now,
2: when I said buy low on Tampa in this in this scenario, I think we're all you know the the side is Carolina because that's just too many points for a competitive team that conti- continues to cover the spread. The, the buy low is on the fact that their offense, you know, can't get out of their own way, you know, and is and is is. You know not what it was cracked up to be, I mean, I think they'll get back on track um just some some odd things and and uh you know that's that's probably the strongest case for the over is that you know Tampa will bounce back and Carolina knows how to get theirs too
1: well, I, I think agree. too you gotta look at at the matchup here. When you look, Brady struggles with pressure at his face, right? He's he's usually okay when it comes off the edge. You can step up in the pocket. Where he struggles is when he can't step up in the pocket. That's where the Saints really got after him. And, and, you know, also, the Saints are pretty solid at the corner. They have veteran corners. You can argue how good they are because they can get exposed at times. But, you know, Tampa wants to spread you out, right? They want to run three wide receivers. They want to get the tight ends. They want to get the running backs out in the route. Carolina doesn't match up that way, right? Their D line is not built on the interior there. They're not going to get that pressure in Brady's face there. And their corners are young. Um, They've been exposed a lot too. So when you kind of look at the actual matchup with that Tampa offense versus that Carolina defense, it doesn't match up. It's complete opposite from what they saw with the Saints. I think obviously that's going to go into Brady's favor. So again, Maybe you like the Tampa 27.5 team total over. I think the and a half is is definitely good because I think Carolina will at least somewhat keep pace in that game.
0: Yeah, I agree. I like it. I like it. And we've talked through, I think, a bunch of games here. And we've talked through and found, I think, five, six, maybe even seven bets. So just to recap before we sign off here, we've got a Buffalo and Seattle tease. We've got Baltimore as also potential teaser, teaser potential there. You could put it with Buffalo and Seattle, or there's there's some other games out there. I mean, we didn't talk too much about Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. If Big Ben plays, I expect him to play. You could tease Pittsburgh down. That's potential. I mean, there's a lot of people out there I know that are big on Cincinnati this week. I don't expect Cincinnati to win, but, hey, you, you could put that into a tease if you wanted. Cleveland, the yeah. beautiful – City on Lake Erie, Cleveland minus three is what we're thinking there. Yanni, I like that handicap quite a bit. And then we said Baltimore six and a half, seven, try to avoid the seven and a half. Team total was what 23 and a half, but it's, it's probably a little bit higher now, at 26 and a half. I think Baltimore should be able to get into the 30s there. Philly and the Giants, another kind of ugly game, but the over we talked ourselves through there. JJ got a great line on that. I'm on the Eagles. And if they don't cover that spread, I'm on the Eagles for the last time. And guys, make sure that's the last time this season. Just, just, <laughs> just take hold of my betting accounts and don't let me bet Philly ever again. If they don't, uh, it's cover like this Cincinnati Reds <laughs> for me. <laughs> I know, right? end of
2: the season this year. I'm Same done. with
0: me. Same with me. And Cincinnati. the Detroit
2: Lions too. That my Detroit Lions. I'm done with them. They done. They
0: they've screwed me a couple times. Like I feel like in the past few seasons in a row now. Like I just need to stop it. Like sometimes that's I'll even tease tease Detroit up to like plus nine plus 10 and they lose by 14. I'm like, why the hell did I do that?
2: It's all or nothing. It's all or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Just just don't touch Detroit.
0: Then Tampa Carolina could take a Tampa team total over 27 and a half. I think there's points in this game. I'm interested to see what Carolina does just as interested to see what Tampa does in that bounce back spot, because we said that if they have another hiccup here, they're staring at six and five, six and six potentially. And that shifts the whole entire framework of the NFC. If, if that happens, I mean, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here, but but that's the importance of this game. And then a game that I didn't even mention that perhaps I'll uh, tweet out uh, some text sort of analysis on this game, but Denver and Vegas over 50 and a half. I put that one in a couple hours ago here. I do think that Vegas gets their points at home. I know Drew Lock isn't that good, but that Vegas defense isn't anything good either. So I think 50 and a half is a bit too low on that one. I wouldn't be shocked if that gets up to uh, 53 by Sunday. Anything I missed fellas, this was a
1: good chat. Oh, I think uh, obviously a, a few good options out there to, to play and consider. So I know for me, hoping to get a little bit of a bounce back last week was a little disappointing, but uh you know, hope to get a little bounce back here and feeling pretty good about what we discussed, I think we we laid out some good opportunities.
2: I like it a lot what, of good yeah, a lot of good teaser legs this week, a lot of good teaser legs this week
1: a lot
0: of good teaser legs, whatever you do, don't bet on the Chicago Bears, although I kind of no. like the Chicago Bears again post <laughs> to but but I'm not going to bet on it because I just can't guys, yeah, that's you, okay just just don't just take hold of my accounts also don't let me you'll be be betting
2: on them monday afternoon we know
0: depending (laughs) depending how sunday goes you know that i'm gonna be like guys talk me out of chicago (laughs) (laughs) we'll try but you know (laughs) all right jj and yanni pleasure as usual as always. always we'll talk to you soon
1: appreciate it